0: This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated, Gopascal.com.
1: This is the Ruskin and Zach Podcast brought to you by United Roofing and
2: Waterproofing. Here we go. Ruskin and Zach with you. Here on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. Uh, we have made it to 12 degrees today. <laughs> 12
1: 12 double digits baseball degrees
2: 12 baseball degrees god bless the late larry shank yes sir 12 baseball degrees out there good lord all right uh well here we are uh, on this uh, monday with um the uh w- the two main things we talk about here um stinking the razorback basketball team and the Dallas Cowboys Ooh, so here we are tough weekend man,
1: <laughs> oh, oh, man. that's a tough one
2: Unless you bet on the Gators, then...
1: Uh, what's the, I, uh, if you listen to Sterling, you'd, uh, you, uh, you wouldn't feel so bad because you, had, you would have had the Packers plus seven and a half and uh, the Gators minus seven.
2: That's right. I've, that's I've right. given up.
1: <laughs> We've lost Chuck.
2: Feels that way. Yeah.
1: Feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah, we broke Hutch over the weekend. What did he do? Well, I, Hutch, was, uh, Hutch was lamenting the fact. And by the way, I am so happy that, uh, that Hutch is still alive and warm. Uh, here in Northwest Arkansas, he, yes. he was—he had a tough weekend. Um, Arkansas didn't play well, and that—that that affects Hutch in uh, negative ways. And uh, and you know, we, we we broke him a little bit, and that's not—that's uh, not why we're here.
2: Yeah, but I mean, Musselman's Januarys are always terrible around here. This so is all—that's a know? fact. That's, how do we know that is how, a fact? I mean, I know it stinks, but how do we know this is the way it's going to be for what? Um, 14 more games it's 12 games whatever games how many games are left um i don't know i don't know well, uh, J- jd do we is got
1: 15 left i mean it's you either turn this thing around or it gets really ugly
2: i mean listen i'm no pollyanna and anybody that uh tells you i am is an idiot and doesn't pay attention but i mean how many times have we had uh, this thing all figured out and then we don't have it all figured out um just real quick Just a quick snapshot, they have played, um, these teams that are, like, playing their best right now. Now, they could be playing their best because they're playing Arkansas, but Auburn is, uh, is rolling, um, is playing pretty good, they, they went to the wire there, um, lost by, like, six or something to Tennessee, and, um... You know, yeah, Florida's but, Florida's playing well right Florida, now. Kevin
1: put up a fight in any of them, and that's, that's also uh, true. That's really the concerning part is that the, the the problems that you can have a problem in one game where it's just a bad matchup and and the and a team takes advantage of you, a la Auburn, but then it happens again. What's and amazing then it happens again.
2: What's a bit amazing to me is everybody in a free world, including their head coach, is calling this team soft, and nobody's doing anything about it in the locker room. That's got to be terrifying for Musselman for fans. For Chuck, for everybody. <laughs> I mean, everybody has called them out sometimes by name, and they haven't done a gosh darn thing about it. That is uh, that's troubling. Saturday
1: they got out athleted. I didn't feel yeah. like they were out athleted at Georgia, but Saturday was one of those occasions where you looked and said, "Man, they just got more dudes, and they got better dudes." Yeah. And the the more you watched it, the more you became very—I I don't want to say concerned—but you you, I think you noticed that this team just lacks what. Past teams have had, and they misevaluated. They whiffed on a number of uh, evaluations. I think they they thought certain players were certain type of players, and they're not, or at yep. least they're not at this point. Doesn't mean nope. that you know you can't figure this thing out, but I, I think people are looking for the silver bullet, and there isn't one. This well, is
2: this is what they are. No, you're right. I mean, they there's a lot of things going on here. Um, when you when you look like this, it's not. Well, if we change one defense to zone, by golly, that'll fix everything. They
1: can't stay in front of anybody. No,
2: they 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 got a lot of problems. They can't they got a lot play of
1: defense. Look, a zone a zone is effective. Periodically, you can go to it. You can and it, and it worked. They went on a fifteen to five run, but yeah. once Florida went, that's what you're going to do. Then they figured you know they went to you know to their zone busting offense and they went right back to work. Um, they've got some defensive liabilities that we haven't seen before. And I don't know that you can, with this group, I don't know that you can make up for it. Right. And that's probably the most disconcerting thing when you watch them is, it's just, you know, th- this is what they are, at least right now. And like yep. you said, I mean, you're playing three teams, you've played three teams that are playing really, really well right now. When do you run into that team in this league that isn't? I, yeah. I defy you to find one.
2: Yeah, that's, that'd, be, uh, that'd be something if you could find that team. Okay, McLarty you Hotline's open. Uh, if it's if the uh, first uh, five minutes are any indication, it's just going to be me and Zach talking to each other for uh, the better part of the afternoon. Here at 284 <laughs> This whole thing
1: could blow away at any moment. Well,
2: that's also true. It's a tinderbox. It
1: really is <laughs> right? more than you know.
2: <laughs> I heard the stories. I heard the stories. Uh, DQ is not here today. Nope. She gets to work from home uh, per her contract. Um, she doesn't have to come in when the weather's bad. So, there you go. We didn't write that in our contract because no. we were morons. That's correct. Next
1: <laughs> contract, though. <laughs> That's right.
2: The next one. The next one will be dynamite. That's right. I promise you. And then you've got uh, so you've got the uh, the basketball team just uh, just totally just stinking, uh, the stinking the whole joint up. And then you've got these cowboys who I believe someone with a voice similar to mine. Told you all during the season, doesn't matter. They're going to get to the playoffs and lose in the first round. Well, here we are. Here we are. And not only did they lose, Zachary, they got their pants pulled down. They got their cheeks beat by the Green Bay Packers. Man, here's the thing.
1: <laughs> if they were, gonna, they were going to lose it in some sort of clumsy way, you just felt like that because this is what they are. I didn't expect them. I didn't expect to get home and... And it'd be a thirty two point lead. And you're like, What the heck happened? They've got some serious questions. They've got three guys on that roster right now, three big money guys, Dak C D and Michael Parsons. And I don't think you keep two of them. Well I you think,
2: can't you can't keep C D Lamb after that performance, can you? I mean, he was he was a no show, it seemed like the most Dak. Of that game
1: I mean Dak. Yeah. I, Dak is a good quarterback, but he's not a guy that's taking you where I think you want to go or where you think you should so, be.
2: So that's the rub right there. He is perfectly in the middle, I think, because you can go find like 30 guys worse than him, but you can only find less than 30 guys that are better than him, I think. Uh, and I, I don't know if they I can get any have, of those guys. They,
1: they are going to be – if they sign all three of those guys, they're going to be in salary cap hell, and they're, and it's going to get worse from here.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I'm here I, for it, man. I, guys, oh, this is I, fantastic. I, love I absolutely I, love it.
2: McCarthy's got to get canned, right? Like he's out of there. He's got to be, right? Where was Dan Quinn yesterday? Dan Quinn was clearly busy interviewing for jobs all week and not putting a game plan they, together for the Packers and Jordan Love. I'm, I'm Are you okay, serious. So I'm
1: texting with Brett Good, and Brett sends me a text, and he says to me, and I'm quoting here: You know, they call it the Lombardi Trophy for a reason, not the Landry Trophy. <laughs> And, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, I said to him, I said, dude, there are Packer receivers just running free. That's they're, right. They're nowhere, Stephon Gilmore needs to go to the house. He's done. Um, that whole thing broke down yesterday to a point where jo- Jordan Love, I, he, he is him. He is the next guy. I don't think it's fair that an organization gets three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row, but I think Jordan Love is the next one.
2: Wow. Wow. That's big for you. That's big for you, because um, you're like Mister. You know, wait ten years after their prime and I, go. You know what? I don't know. More, I don't know about the this more
1: person. I watch him, just and it's You're the, still not sold on Mahomes, and you're sold on Jordan Love. Nah, not Mahomes. <laughs> Jordan Love processes information at an incredibly high rate. And look, if you're a if you're an organization that's drafting quarterbacks, that's the way you do it. Yep. You sit a guy for a couple of years. The, the look, Chiefs did it with Mahomes. They did. That's right. And so the guys the are like overwhelmed, if you if you got a Justin Fields, you you put him on the bench, you park him there and you leave him. And you let him learn how to be a professional. Jordan Love is a professional quarterback. Now, he's going to get tested next week. But I wouldn't bet against him yet. They are oh, on no. fire right now.
2: No, they are uh, if, if the hottest team wins this thing, they have to be a contender. Have to. Because they're the hottest team, right? Now. Have to. They have to be.
0: Uh, over the weekend, Derek, the <laughs> University of Kentucky rifle
1: team defeated number 16 Army 4,732 4, to 4,690. I have no idea what uh, that might be the Stableford system. I don't know. Sounds
2: like cricket scoring to right. me.
1: Uh, Derek, which bothers you more? That Army is ranked number 16 in shooting or that Kentucky beat them?
2: Yeah, I would figure Army, I mean, it may be time to fire the coach. If we can't get uh, a top, top 10 team in shooting. Really? You'd,
1: you'd think. You, yeah. you would think. Uh, but never uh, underestimate a redneck with a cause. 62.2% uh, uh, of you say you're upset with Army being ranked number 16.
2: But as we know,
1: Army ain't in the SEC, no. pal. <laughs> uh, Derek, are endless, boneless wings good enough for a date night? Oh, yeah, of course. 66.5% of you said yes. <laughs> Should the Dallas Cowboys keep Dak going forward? 58% of you said no. Oh, your Ruskin wow. and Zach Expos, brought to you by Unlimited Heat and Air in Springdale four seven nine two two five eight eight zero
2: nine. Okay, Uh let's see here. What else is going on here? Uh, Abner points out he can only run his mouth until about seven fifteen. That's probably and Then three, yeah. he has to, has to hush it down. You got there.
1: a twenty four. I'm sitting here watching the, uh you know, watching the Bills thing, man what has happened the, the nfl has screwed this up on multiple levels and i understand okay, they they're how have they screwed well it? no they are trying something and and they've done this before when they expanded the wild card and all that, that kind of stuff but they've completely screwed this up the format for the nfl playoffs on wild card weekend should be 3 and 3 that way if you have an incident you've always got monday night available Ah,
2: I see. Okay, it so, was that once,
1: right? It, it that that was the way it used to be. But now they're trying to spread it out and dominate the weekend. And instead, what you've got now is a Bills Steelers game being played in the middle of the afternoon, and then you got the regular scheduled mi- uh, Monday night game. If you went three and three and you had to move the Bills game well, to Monday night, nobody nobody would care.
2: If Miami hadn't crapped the bed last week against uh, Buffalo, there wouldn't also, be a, uh, there wouldn't we wouldn't true, have this uh, problem.
1: Also true. Uh, but it, I was I was thinking about that this weekend. It's like, what? Why? I don't want to watch Steelers Bills in a in the middle of the afternoon on a Monday. Why not? <laughs> because that game should have been Nance and Romo at noon on a Sunday while I was sitting there eating my chili. Well, That's it was supposed
2: it to be. But, well, yeah, uh, I know. But uh, the governor said no. You can't do that. So.
1: Uh, Scott is pointing out that the top shooters for the army entered the transfer portal and they are deployed. So okay. Well, they're, I mean, they're, okay, they're out. They're right.
2: out. They're not at the school. Right. right okay. So I'm. I'm. That makes sense. That's
1: actually not the worst explanation I've that's heard. That's a good okay. take. Thank, Thank you, Scott. Scott. Thank yes. you.
2: I feel better now.
1: Yeah, I feel better about the. Warriors.
2: We got our best shooters out there on the, on the field, not in the, uh, <laughs> not in the uh, tournament against uh, Kentucky or whatever.
1: <laughs> I, I read that. Uh, and, feel better and, about that. It was funny. I was reading this article uh, about this event, and it was written by a Kentucky sports guy. And sure. he and he apparently had never been to one of these events before, so he didn't know what he was watching. All he knew is that at the end of it, Kentucky beat Army, and he was distressed.
2: <laughs> and uh, the, and and the coach uh, at Army maybe uh, maybe needs a go. Maybe I don't know. Well,
1: yeah, that, that goes. Mean? I mean, how many stars? You know, what fifteenth? You're not going to make the
2: playoff. That's true. I mean. That's also
1: very, 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 very true.
2: Yeah, I saw that
1: anyway uh those are your uh, Ruskin attack it
2: all right thank you so much okay um you can join us on the mclarney Daniel hotline at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five that's how you can uh, reach us and uh you know do your thing here talk to us. We're
1: lonely yeah it, it's <laughs> freaking cold in here. Um, what's the game time temperature in there? Uh, well, when I got here this morning, the game time temperature in the building was 39 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. Um, Holy cow. I, I kicked on the space heaters, got it up to 47, was feeling pretty good about myself. And then I tripped a breaker, <laughs> um, because you know, it's not getting fixed today. So I'm now sitting no. here, I'm in the dark. Uh, and I'm, you know, I got one space heater going. I'm trying to keep my feet warm. It's, it's a good time.
2: I'm sure you oh. are seething <laughs> during the commercial breaks. I, I know Zach Arnes. <laughs> I know the people. And um <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So working through it today.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're all layered up. I'm actually got a, a beanie on. Oh hood. nice. I got my hood pulled up. Yeah, it's freaking cold in here.
2: <laughs> I won't tell you that the fireplace shut works your here. face. I, this won't, is the- I won't talk about that. Right, I won't talk I, about it.
1: I will spit in your food. <laughs> I will spit in your food.
2: So I should throw that jar of cookies away then? Is that uh' a... Because that's the only food I have there that you can have access to. I think.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 I, you know. And the, and the other. You know. The other thing is because of the freezing temperatures, we you know shut the water off, so I can't pee either. So somebody's going to get quite the sight when I walk out back and relieve myself.
2: Yeah, that's.
1: <laughs> if I get arrested, so just bail me we're, out. We're already.
2: getting multiple questions, Zach. Uh, have you heard the squirrels?
1: You know, I have not. I've I I not. They may heard, have frozen I've not heard from the squirrels yet. Uh, Levi, well, I mean,
2: outside's warmer than the roof.
1: <laughs> it might be. There's insulation up there. Uh, uh, Levi wants to know if I can see my breath. I could this morning. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a space heater right behind me right now, which is kind of making it tolerable, but it's a little space. Like if I go three feet to the right or three feet to the left, I'm back in the cold air.
2: Oh wow, it's a very, very specific, huh? Yeah.
1: Very, very specific. Wow. Well, I mean, this
2: is what happens. The the weather comes in and messes everything up. That's what it does. This is why snow is evil. For all you people out there that are like, oh, it's so pretty. No, it sucks. It's terrible. And uh, I don't don't like it. Guys, I don't like it. I don't like it. I did see some guy pulling kids on a sled behind his uh, ATV a little while ago. That was fun. I mean, it's fun for the kids, I guess. I don't know if the guy driving was having a good time or not, but. I don't know. All right. Let's see here. You can join us at 866-285-4005. Bob, wanting to remind everybody,
1: uh, don't eat yellow snow. No, especially mine. Uh, Good uh, good tip, Bob. uh, (laughs) Don't recommend it. (laughs) We...
2: Gilligan wants to know if you've got a, uh, a turban and ladies' gloves on and you're watching I, old home movies. this. Like a- I
1: have some mittens, so it's, I'm finding it incredibly <laughs> difficult to push the buttons, but, you know, whatever. Uh, here's a fun text. Uh, yeah. Zach, have you heard the rumors about Brian Kelly wanting to take the Michigan job if it opens? Brian Kelly is, is this generation's Houston nut. He will be a candidate for every job. He hates oh. it at LSU.
2: Wow. He hates it there. But does his family hate it there? That's the question.
1: <laughs> it's warmer than here. Well, actually, I take it back. My, my uncle called me last night. He's down in Shreveport. He said it was like seven degrees. So, ooh, and yeah, this is uh, this is making everybody mad.
2: I don't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Brian Kelly would be in the mix here.
1: I I don't see why not. The question
2: is, would LSU let him walk, or would they be like, "Oh no, no, please don't leave us."
1: I don't think LSU would have an issue finding a coach. <laughs> no, I, th- I think the most well, attra-
2: Jimbo's well, out there. One of he? the
1: most attractive rosters in in college football is sitting right there. You know, the funny thing is, like if, if Kelly left when when Kelly left Notre Dame, nobody transferred. When when he yeah. leaves LSU, nobody will transfer. Right,
2: right. Sounds like another coach mm-hmm. where uh, not many people transferred after they yeah. left. Wait, did you Remember? read?
1: Uh, did you read the stuff yesterday about Jed Fish and his meeting with the players?
2: I did see that,
1: yeah. Apparently the meeting was short and brief, and he just said, hey, I'm going to the University of Washington, and everybody was unhappy. Like, what do you expect the guy to do? The fact that the University of Arizona let him do it is really kind of on them. You know, if you're Jed Fish, you put your little thing on social media. If they let you do it, you go in. You, I mean, the, the decision's made, you're on your way, and everybody's going to be mad at you for leaving. But you're going to be welcomed with open arms up at Washington. But I was reading some things um, on his. If you go to like his official uh, Twitter page and you look at you know the statement, I, I thought the statement was heartfelt. It's exactly what you wanted him to say. But then you start reading the comments from the Arizona alums. Boy, you want to talk about um, you know the scorned ex? Man, they did not hold back. I mean, he, they called him a fraud. They called, and, and like <laughs> one guy said, it took me longer to read your uh, your your message than it did for you to meet with the players again what do you and and then somebody of course chimes in with it took you 3 minutes to read that which you know is a whole whole different thing but man these these breakups are never easy and now there's a whole new portal cycle starting with Arizona players and Washington players
2: I, i'm surprised i'm a little bit surprised that there's still such a righteous indignation about coaches leaving because the players are getting paid now i mean the the old complaint was you know the players are stuck there, and the coach can go wherever he wants. Yep. Well, that's well, not that's, the case yeah. anymore. So why are people still crying about this? Um, you know, it's it's not like uh, it's not like it was uh, in the old days where it was like indentured servitude to be a football player for three or four years at at a school. So I mean, I, I guess I guess there's always going to be people on the internet clutching their pearls over stuff, and that's just the way it's always going to be. But I mean, you know. All those guys can leave. They have a free one time, don't they? Because the mm-hmm. coach left or yep. something like that. Yeah. So I mean, and, hey.
1: and and if the coach leaves in April, you've got a thirty day window, penalty free. Yeah. So you know, again, a lot of it was the the chirping from you know alums and ex players and all of that kind of stuff. So, but
2: everybody's know, trying to score the most points absolutely. on social media. That's absolutely. what it is. You know, people may not feel the way that at all, but it, you know, it'll it'll look good on a tweet or a post or whatever. So that's a. Uh, that's what you got to do. You know, that whole world again, uh, I, I point this out, uh, that whole world like doesn't exist. Like you meet real people in the flesh and none of them behave that way. No. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's this fantasy world where this uh, goes on. So I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Kevin and Prairie Grove has a text here on the McLarty hotline that is just stupid enough to be something that could happen in the LSU or in the SEC and that that's LSU would try and hire Sapin back. <laughs> no, no.
1: No. I think you know That
2: would be SEC going SEC though. I, I, I mean,
1: think Nick's going to move on to bigger things. I think he's got I think he's still got some things to do in and around the sport and I I think he is I, I I I view him the same way I view like Jay Wright and Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski, these older coaches that got out of it because of the the way the game is being or the way, you know, college athletics is going now. I don't think he wants to deal with it anymore. Right. He, he what does Nick Saban have to prove? Nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. He's the greatest no. to ever do it. Period. Hard stop. He doesn't have to do anything. I I no. I think he's more I think he's more interested in in preserving the the game that uh, that that he loves, not whatever it is becoming now.
2: Yeah. I don't know how he does that, though, because there's not exactly like you could go run this outfit that runs like there's no one in charge. So it's not like he could be commissioner or czar or whatever. I mean, there's not. What can he do? I mean, there's not in and, and Division one in FBS. I mean, there's um, I don't know. I don't know what he could do, because I thought about that. Also, like he, he could be like some sort of now.
1: It's a young man's game. It's not. You know? I mean, 72 years old. Yep. The same age as my dad. Can you imagine my dad coach? Oh god, Ugh. I don't even want to think about that. Um, <laughs> but it's just it, it's a young man's game, and and he's done everything you need to do. Yeah. I just there's nothing there for him any longer, and and I think you know if I'm Kalen DeBoer and he's got an office there, and I mean you're you're gonna have to pay homage to him at some point. You know he's gonna have a place, or he's gonna be at practice every now and then, and that's the part that you know if you're uh, You know, if you're Kalen DeBoer, that's the part that might be tough—is having him kind of looking over your shoulder, and you know, some of those crazy Alabama alums are going to be talking. They're going to be in Saban's ear?
2: That's what happened forever at Auburn. Was Pat Dye had an office down the hallway, and he was critiquing everything that uh, that he didn't like, Mm -hmm. and he was doing it, you know, on radio shows or uh, or in newspaper articles back then, uh, in the state of Alabama, in the uh, you know, in the in the Birmingham News or whatever. So, yeah, that's going to be. that has the chance anyway. Did you see the picture of uh somebody snapped a picture of Miss Terry and Sabin at the DeBoer's news conference, and the man does not look happy.
1: No, <laughs> no, guy, no, he doesn't. They're scowling at him up mm-hmm. there.
2: That was something. Wow. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he's the uh, he's the new guy in the uh, in the SEC, and let's see. There's no. Um, were you the one that said Lane Kiffin is stuck in Ole Miss? Yeah.
1: No. Yeah, I, I really believe it. Um, th- there's, would, would somebody take a chance on him at another old Miss-level school? But the, the job that he was probably most qualified for, had the most familiarity with, was Alabama. And he'd been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And now that job is gone. Yep. <sighs> you know, I don't know if Alabama goes back to him at some point if the DeBoer thing doesn't work out, but I think Kiffin is stuck. At uh, there's there's ten or fifteen of these primo jobs, and he's not at one of them yet. He's I mean Kiffin's not a young guy anymore. He's my age, and his career is closer to being over than it is to starting. So, you know if he's going to make the jump, it's going to happen in the next year or two to one of those you know really you know blue blood programs. But I don't know which one would would consider taking on a guy that's you know that, that that really hasn't won a thing.
2: Well, are we are we uh, going to put him in running for the Michigan job? If that uh... no,
1: oh no, Michigan, <laughs> Michigan would eat him alive. Um, those people are they are very. It's why they gravitated to Harbaugh so much. They like things the old way. There is an old yeah. school mentality up there in Kiffin, with you know, kind of the irreverence that he has wouldn't work at Michigan. No, yeah. I mean they didn't like Rich Rodriguez at Michigan. They they no, ran no, they, him out. No, he
2: was not one of them.
1: Mm-mm, no, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, that's uh well that's
2: that's what happened there. I don't know. Um there's still um n- nobody's been hired in the NFL, right? I mean, it's all still they're all open. Well, other than Mayo at uh, at New England. He's the only guy oh, that's and apparently they were saying on CBS the other day that uh Mayo had that in his contract.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, he was kind yeah. of the coach and waiting quietly. Wow. That was pretty smart. Uh, here's a text: Kiffin's going to the NFL. Yeah, because that worked out well the last time. You forget oh, he was he, also
2: he was also a young man back then, uh-huh. I don't know.
1: and and he had they handed him the keys to the Raiders, and it just didn't go very well. Kiffin's about, act wouldn't play well in the NFL.
2: How about Kiffin to the Cowboys? How about that? <laughs>
1: man, there's a that's a whole conversation with, with the <laughs> with the McCarthy thing. I, yeah, I don't know. I I. They, as I sat there and watched that, it was it was cathartic to sit there and watch that thing just fall apart. Oh, they kicked the crap it, out it's of those. It not even that. It was just here. This was the Cowboys' best chance. Here you are at home with your guys. Everybody's healthy. You're getting a team that you thought coming in was, eh, you know, was okay. And man, you got housed. Uh, fun fact: the uh, mm-hmm. the the Packers have more playoff wins at AT and T Stadium than the Cowboys do. Whoa not great
2: that can't sit well with uh, not great. with the big man
1: not can't not it? Uh, not no. great so <laughs> man if you're, I love it. if you're a Cowboys fan it's going to be a long long off season and a lot <laughs> of guys that you are real real comfortable with they're they're going to be gone you're going to probably gonna lose. Well, you're definitely gonna lose one of those three. Great. Or you know you're gonna lose Parsons, C.D. Lamb, or, or Dak. You may lose all three. If you sign all three, you're signing up for seven and ten for the next decade. Well, I mean,
2: trade them all. I mean, none of them, none of them got it done yesterday. Trade yeah. them all.
0: Picture this: a cold winter's night, and suddenly no heat. That's exactly what happened to us. But when we called Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric, they were right there. Their pros didn't just fix our heating. They brought back our home's warmth and comfort in no time. Even when our water heater started leaking, Pascal was the first name we thought of. Quick, professional, and so understanding. With Pascal's flexible payment options, we didn't have to worry about a big expense all at once. Now our home is comfortable and so is our budget. Schedule now at gopascal.com.
2: Uh, a helpful tip from the real Pinto, not the uh, not, the, not the guy on the internet that's fake. Um, now both shows can have a Pinto. Isn't that nice? That's pretty good. Uh, pro tip, this is the kind of snow that's easier to clean with your leaf blower Absolutely. than your shovel or your broom.
1: 100%. That's what I was good doing tip. this morning. A good it's, tip. Uh, it, it was so cold, all the moisture got, uh, got taken out of it, and uh, yeah. it, it just blows away very nicely.
2: Now, um, did you see there was a video of someone – pulling a bottle of water out of the cooler at Arrowhead Saturday night, and the water was instantly freezing yeah. because it was cooler. It's warmer in the cooler than in the air. Uh, I don't know if this video is legit or not. I, I don't know.
1: You know, you got to start questioning some stuff. if you're. Uh, I, look, I understand wanting to be there and being a diehard and having that moment, but boy, you had to have been suffering in the middle of that game. Yeah. Just miserable.
2: I wonder if that guy who didn't have a shirt on is out of the hospital yet. <laughs> yeah,
1: really? <laughs> he I mean, just uh, just... you got to start re. I mean, you've really got to be examining some things that you do. Uh, if yeah. that's if that's one of your goals in life is to uh, to go to a game when it's five degrees outside, freeze your ass nobody
2: off. Nobody loves this school enough to do that. If it was five below, shirtless at a game, depends on would the do game.
1: That. Like the, mm-hmm. like a national championship game, yeah, maybe, but. You know, for, UAB, UAB, <laughs> not happening. No.
2: <laughs> Texas, probably not happening.
1: Uh, depends on the stakes. I think
2: that most fan bases are front runners, and I mean this one is a uh, really, um, it's um, well, everybody's been perfectly brainwashed and trained by the school on how to behave, and that is, um, oh, we lost. Well, wins baseball. Or oh, baseball? Well, wins football. Like everybody has been perfectly trained by the school on how to behave and to never, you know, never get upset. Just move on to the next thing that'll make you uh, feel good. I don't know if there's anybody devoted enough to go shirtless in seven below. I don't know. I don't know. They seem like a bunch of front runners in a lot of ways to me. That's what I see.
1: Um, I again, I, I, the stakes would have to be pretty high. A playoff game, all right. Uh, you you might be able to do that. And you know what? If you were to host a first round playoff game, you'd probably have some weather that would uh, would be a little chilly. It
2: could be bad in uh, Fayetteville. It could. it could. It could. Or would sure we move could. that to War Memorial to uh, placate the uh, the butt kissers in Central Arkansas? How would that go? I don't I don't really know how they would handle that. It'd probably be up here, but you never know. I don't know. I mean, uh, the, we, we talked about this last hour. I mean, uh, Muscle went zone and hell froze over. I mean, that's literally yeah, that's, what happened out here. I mean, it was well, amazing. <laughs>
1: you know, for, from a Muscleman standpoint, I mean, what what else? Why not? Give it a shot. You had a couple of days to install it. Your your defense has proven I, you can't stay in front of anybody, so why wouldn't you just try it?
2: I respect it because he's not – like, there are certain things that he is uh, non-negotiable on, but – I mean, when it comes to winning the game, he's willing to try stuff that even he doesn't want to do just to try and get a win. So, I mean, you can't – like, you can't – there aren't a lot of people that will do that. So if anybody's got to – and I don't know if anybody's got to complain about him. I'm sure there's a couple of uh, wackadoos out there. But I don't think um, – I don't know. Some of it's his fault because he blows up the roster every year. But some of it is, uh, you know, guys have not lived up to their forecasting. But then again, was their forecasting wrong? So can they? Is it impossible to live up to this standard?
1: Remember, I mean, and this is the this is the nature of social media now. Is that when you get a new player, everybody in your tribe says it's the greatest player ever. I go back to he's in the portal for a reason, Um, and and the this is this was the greatest roster ever put together. You know, they got the you know the tall guys, got all these. Didn't know if they could mesh together. I think individually they've got some parts. Um I think there are some some serious flaws on that team. Their their low post is really bad offensively and defensively. Um Traymon Mark I think is is pretty good. And I, and I'm coming around on the idea that Brazil's a wing player. Uh, even at 6'10", he's a wing player. Well, yeah, he can't
2: go and post up people
1: Well, he's not taking anybody off the drive consistently and he you know he's not consistent enough from from mid-range to make him dangerous but I I think he's a wing player he's best on a missed shot coming in and with the follow
2: now um maybe some of this is um everybody's fault for just not paying attention here and just assuming oh muscleman tournament eh, it'll all work out Right. and not really looking down and drilling down on this roster and seeing what they got here. Because like you said, whenever anybody chooses Arkansas in recruiting, the story is, hey, look how great they are. They chose Arkansas right. rather than tell you what this kid can or can't actually do. Well, Nobody uh, ever covers that it's around It's not here.
1: just here, but yes, I, you know, for, for, for our purposes, yes. When they signed, you know, Menefield was, well, the narrative on Menafield when he got here was that he was all Pac-12. But he wasn't. He was freshman all Pac-12. And they didn't point out the fact that he's slight, and he's going to have to get bigger. And the as we know, the SEC is a very physical league. And if you're you know six foot five ten, whatever he is, and 165 pounds, you're going to get knocked around a little bit, and that takes some getting used to. This isn't the whack where nobody can guard you, and you're faster, and you're more you know you're you're a better player than everybody. The league has the ability to lock you down and then get physical with you. The guards in this league are great. Uh, I mean, top to bottom, all everybody's got a guy. Maybe with the exception of Vanderbilt, everybody's got a guy, and you know, Mettafield, uh, they they just man, it was so ugly at times that it it was it was startling. And I think based on you know the past success, this team is very very it's very very jarring to to watch them play because they just don't look they don't look cohesive at all, and that's something that we know must preaches.
2: No. No, 16 games and they're still like the deer that's uh, the baby deer still trying to walk like they can't, like they got the jelly legs and they keep falling down and like they can't. They're not uh it's not a um it's not aesthetically pleasing to no. look at, which is why like here's the thing, like if they were losing and like they were competitive and fighting their guts out, like people would hang with them. But the reason so many people are like let's move on to baseball cuz this team has no fight. And, uh, and, and they, aren't, I mean, they aren't visually appealing in any way, shape, or form. They, they, don't, yeah. they don't try hard, it seems like, all the time. I, I, so that's I, why people have thrown their hands up I, in a I lot of reasons. I
1: getting into the, the effort argument because we don't know. Uh, some of these guys may be try, trying as hard as they can, and they're just not good enough. Uh, but what it does look like is you've got an under-talented team that is struggling. And, and for a team that has been to you know, the Sweet 16 basically three years in a row and two Elite 8s, yeah, this is this is a bit jarring. And they're not this team's not nearly as talented as any of the prior teams that he's had. Doesn't mean you can't go and make a run like they normally do, and I'm still going to reserve judgment for another 5 days. Oh boy. 5 January 20th will 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 call so it. So Friday. Tomorrow's a big game. You drop to 0 and 4, your season is now officially in peril.
2: And it's another terrible matchup for them cuz right. uh m is tough and physical and good and uh Arkansas is um uh, neither of those none of those things. So it's another bad matchup for them um uh, tomorrow. But it is at home. They have played better at home uh throughout the course of the season, so I mean it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I guess it would surprise me a little bit if they won that game. But, um, I mean, you got um, Boots Radford might be 29 years old. I'm not sure. I mean, the, the guy that plays for a and M. I I mean, he's been there for
1: you know, a month or And the other thing is that I, I think there's this assumption that Eric Musselman gives them an X's and O's advantage, and I hate to invoke Charlie Weiss here, but a schematic advantage over every coach in the league, and it's simply not true. The league, the, the coaches in this league are top to bottom. Everybody's got a guy. Uh, I mean, everybody's got one that's really, really good. And, you know, Muss isn't coaching circles around other people unless he's got superior talent.
2: So, uh, yes, that, that's, uh, that, that's true. And you got to remember the thing people forget about all the time, like let's be fair about this now. Um, at one point in his coaching term, um, you wanted Buzz Williams. So he can't be crap and then you um and then at one point you wanted him to be hired here. Right. right. In I'm, the last uh, you know 15 years Buzz or whatever. is a
1: very very good coach. But uh, Ryan Praygro Ryan Praygro is texting. Guys, let I would like to take a knee and cut to the chase here. The basketball team isn't real good. Musk is a hell of a coach though. Amen. Yeah, I
2: he's probably earned a mulligan. Remember that year Dave went 15 and 15 in the SEC player whatever it was. Remember that? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like yeah. I think um it, you mean nobody stays anywhere for 20 years or whatever it is, and I think that was year pff, that was year like 15 or 16 maybe mm-hmm. for Dave here. Yeah. So I mean a muscleman will never be here that long. There's zero chance of that. So everything everything you say is that
1: it, I mean he's this is year five.
2: Every everything's compressed. So maybe this is his clunker. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. And that,
1: mean, and you know what he gets a he gets a mulligan on this. But their their evaluation uh, of the guys on this team just. Maybe the way well, they fit together, not they, the individual parts, but the sum total, uh, was a little bit off.
2: Yeah, but I mean, we heard him say it last week, where he's talking about the first thing is toughness. So um, maybe they um, they cut some corners in evaluating uh, uh, tough guys and uh, and stuff like that with, with this class. I'll, but they have missed, and I, I don't know of anyone else that has called this out except for you and I. They have missed in every single class. They have. It's just a matter of. They've hit more than they've missed. Well, and, this that, year I they've missed think, more than they hit I think so that's far.
1: What, I think that's the goal is, you know, let, let's bring in a bunch of guys and hope that five of these guys hit and, you know, we get the, the basis of our, of, of our team. And I think this year they brought, brought in a bunch. I think – and he goes back to this all the time. He talks about Audis Tony a lot. I think that's the guy he's looking for. You yep. need five of those guys. And if you look at this team, they're built very similarly to him. Yeah. And yeah. it just it just hasn't worked, you know. If if it was me, I'd be chasing, you know, and two Jalen two Jalen Williams and three Isaiah Joes. that'd be the five I'd be chasing.
2: Maybe an Anthony Black yeah, in yeah, there you somewhere. there somewhere. One of
1: the, did You see him the other night? Yeah. He, uh, they he they played. Uh, was it Charlotte? He had a good uh, he had a good night.
2: Listen, good night. Um, mm. Listen, Orlando is in the thick of the playoff race, ever since they added Anthony Black. It has nothing to do with Paolo Bencaro or any of those other first round picks oh, that they have. Yeah, it nothing. is purely because of Anthony Black. It's That's a the complete only crap. No, 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 no. He he's good. He's this actually is shame. Good. <laughs> <laughs> The magic the, the magic are, ma- are going to make some noise in uh, in April and May. You watch. They're okay. going to make some All noise. Right. They're going to get in that 4-5 game and they're beat gonna be somebody. They to be
1: in section 110. No, no, they're going <laughs> to No, they're
2: going to be in the playoffs. They're going to okay. be playing. I
1: believe you. I, guys, I want to believe
2: you. Yeah, that at, a team like that, yeah. a team like that that's young and and on the rise. It's it's where the five game series mm-hmm. is a disappointing because right. over a five, they could knock somebody out, which is why the NBA got rid of the five game series right. uh, in the, the first round. Yeah, you know, twenty years won ago, they the
1: Trey Young experience where it's seven games of just going back and forth and him right. at everybody in the garden.
2: Well, yeah, and they got more games to sell to TNT and ESPN mm-hmm. or whatever. Exactly. So that's how that works. Yeah, all right. Uh, this is Ruskin at Zach eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. Scott points out on the McLeodiano Hotline he brought in a bunch of scorers that can't
1: score. Well, one of them scores. Draymond Marks, he again, scores. Yeah, he scores, and it, it's been a bu- it's been a bumpy stretch. Tomorrow night is incredibly important, man. They have. Why would it.
2: anyone have any confidence in them tomorrow night? I mean, seriously, what have they put on tape that people can well, hang on their hat here's On here's the
1: thing: is A and M's coming off that win over Kentucky? Big emotional win. Yeah, so they're hung over. So, so you hope you catch and you're at home. Yeah. So you hope you catch them uh catch them sleeping a little bit. Yeah. That's your
2: shot right there. I mean, we're already writing uh pieces out there on the internet about like uh bright spots from losses. Like that's how bad it it, it that's how yeah. bad it's gotten out yeah. there. People and this is another uh, this is another problem with the, with the way the world works now is instead of writing pieces on how to fix the problems, people are writing pieces on the bright spots from the loss. This is exactly the problem right there. That's the deal. People should be coming up with, well, here is a uh, here's six or seven things that uh, need to improve. <laughs> if, if, or these,
1: whatever. Th- if these 12 things go right, Arkansas wins. That's right. So that's the, that's where we've been.
2: I'll be putting my entire uh, uh, rent check on on, uh, Texas A&M. I I know that much. That's what I'll be doing.
1: You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing,
2: here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. It's, uh, here's a text, um, Kevin and Garfield, and now I know why my wife has been asking me to shovel snow the last mm. couple of days.
1: Well, it's outside. It's that white stuff on the ground. You get it out. She doesn't want you dead. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. No. no. Here's a great question from Abner. Abner clearly has nothing to do prior to his Eagles playing tonight. Uh, if you cheat on your wife with a cyborg, does it count?
2: Whoa, what a question. Are we? Is that that's too deep for us, isn't it?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say that's a play on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's emotional cheating, so that would be cheating, right?
1: You know what? I'm gonna God, I'm, where's DQ?
2: I, this is
1: a, this is a DQ
2: topic right I, now.
1: I'm gonna let this one go. It's a play on. <laughs> you say play on? <laughs> play on. <laughs> Abner's a cyborg as- asking for a friend, of course.
2: Well, of course, I right. mean, there are no cyborgs in Pine Ridge, so I mean, of you course. You don't know that.
1: They could be anywhere <laughs> at this point. A Miami shopping mall.
2: Yeah, I had another uh, alien story over oh, here. Oh, good, I, I love alien I stories. It. Let me find this thing here. Um, well, there's what space smells like. That's not what it. What does
1: space smell like? Um, Somebody told, the, told me the color was Cosmic Latte. Cosmic Latte? Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a text oh, here out of the 870. Go. Uh, he says, I mean, it depends on the cyborg, of course. Are we talking about the Terminator? That doesn't seem like that would be pleasant. You never know. The Terminator oh, may have a softer side. That's you right. don't know. The Terminators, Terminators quite, get lonely too. Quite the cuddler. Andrew, <laughs> this is a great question. I, yeah. I, I'm going to say no. I, I, you know, it's, no.
2: Hmm. How's this mic sound, by the way? Is this any good? Or you sound what? great. Oh good. I got a real mic in here and I've never used it before well, for the show. So, there it is. Sounds good. Yeah, I cut commercials up here now. I got all kinds of stuff going
1: on. Now, this, here. I'm uh Ben, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to borrow this. Uh Ben, uh, uh you know, Submarine Ben shot the monkey out the tube. Yes, um, that's right. He uh he has a <laughs> flamethrower oh, that boy. he he uh, uh I guess shovels his driveway with. I'm going to put this video up. You know, that's a great. I I thought about that and forgot about. You it. You thought about building a flamethrower. You no, can't no. put a, sh- uh, a. You can't put a chair together.
2: No, no, no. R dot. R dot. Mm. I was thinking about this. Why can't they get those jet dryers that they use at NASCAR? Ah, wow, great question. thaw out at least all the bridges on 49, if not all the roads. <laughs> I mean, that seemed to work pretty well, right.
1: right? Well, we found we found our moment here. Corey B. says, uh, you don't have to be lonely at cyborgsonly.com. <laughs> uh, big think- Mike and Waldron, big fan of the female Terminator.
2: How, um, uh, that's Sarah Connor? Is that her name? Yes,
1: that's, that's okay, right. right. Ryan and Prairie Grove is down for what does space smell like? Big Mike, what does space smell like?
2: No. I found the alien story.
1: Okay, go ahead. I, I love a good alien
2: A uh, new video shows two giant human-like creatures strolling along the foothills of a small Brazilian island in what some believe is proof aliens are visiting Earth.
1: Hmm. How about that? It never happens what, in New York City. It always the, happens in rural
2: Brazil. One of the 10-foot-tall beings appears to take in the sights of do Mel, an island two miles off the coast of southeast Brazil. Another stands closely behind... The footage shows, uh huh, ten foot tall strange beings. I see. If you're far
1: away from them, how do you know they're ten feet? Exactly. Tall? I mean, what are they walking out of like a Seven Eleven, and they go past we're, that little chart.
2: We're just far too skeptical yeah. for these uh, types so. of conversations. You know what I mean,
1: uh, Derek? Yes. Like, uh, Buffalo has scored again. Uh oh.
2: Yeah, Pittsburgh might want to consider covering the tight ends because now they've both That's scored two. Knox and Kincaid have touchdowns in the first quarter ah. for the Bills.
1: Uh the 870 says, uh, Derek, you are mistaken. Those were not aliens. Those were cyborgs. Looking for love in
2: all the wrong places. For- <laughs> oh, man. Buckwheat sings. Uh- oh, that's all I think of. I don't think of Johnny Lee. I think of Buckwheat when I hear looking for love. No. That's right. Exactly. So they're cyborgs yes they they are cyborgs I don't you know of I... you know of all people to have a podcast on like supernatural alien things Paul Giamatti has one really yes I may pig have vomit? Check this. yeah pig vomit yeah golden globe winner really? pig vomit to you pal has
1: a has a podcast about aliens
2: yes yeah, okay yeah
1: let me uh, let me look this up here hmm
2: yeah, all right
1: that's a first
2: yeah uh it's called uh um
1: Chinwag. no that can't be it that doesn't sound right uh, what is it called i'm uh, pointing out that this is a very cyborg positive audience i don't know if it is or i don't know what a cyborg is it's but half
2: half half man half uh, or half woman half a uh, robot right I don't know. Is that what that I is? saw
1: a movie once called Cyborg with Jean-Claude Van Damme, among the one of among the worst movies I've ever seen.
2: There's a guy who never made a good movie, right? there.
1: Jean-Claude Van Damme? Right. No, yeah. he had
2: he had one. What the one where the roof uh, fell off the hockey arena in uh, Pittsburgh or whatever what they opened their hang roof? Hang
1: on, let me google that. Because he had to have, I mean, he had such a long career.
2: Everybody says he was also the worst guest host on Saturday Night Live. Just a pain to deal with. He wanted to fight people because they were trying to, like, you know, poke fun at his tough guy image, and he was not down for that at all.
1: Well, yeah, that's all he has, man. That's That's all he has.
2: Bloodsport was a good movie. Bloodsport? Yeah. Yeah, Bloodsport, everybody. Blood Sports.
1: <laughs> I'm sure the uh, the dialogue in that was amazing. Oh yeah.
2: It won an Oscar for really best, don't need uh, to, best don't,
0: original
1: you, screenplay. You don't need to invest a lot in a dialogue coach there. No, that's yes. right. No, you JD don't need to learn how to- J- JD from Fort Smith uh says that uh, that Blood Sport is his best movie. i I'm
2: going to I side with JD on this What movie. year is that? What year is on it? 88. All right. So 36 years ago he made a good movie. All uh right.
1: Big Mike and Waldron saw the Brazilian alien video. He says they are very tall,
2: very long arms. I mean, could could we get them a the perimeter for Arkansas? Like, could they come over here? You beat
1: me to it. Thank you. (laughs) Rim protectors.
2: You know, this is the scary. I'll I'll be, let me be totally honest about you. Something here for a second. This is the scariest part of, of where I am now as a human being is that I now spend almost every minute of my day with people who I complete their thoughts, whether it be the fiance downstairs or you. It's not we, great.
1: This it's not is great. terrifying. Well, for actually, you two. the person that <laughs> the person that should be most scared is her.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it
1: is it is so. Um, I feel bad
2: for you two, because for some reason the cosmos brought me into your lives, Ugh. and um, it's not better for it. it
1: is it cosmos <laughs> or karma? I because I did a lot of bad stuff. But well, maybe that's what it and is. Maybe that's what uh, what we're looking at here. Uh, Hacker it? concurs a Bloodsport is the uh is the movie. Okay,
2: we're going with Bloodsport. Well, Bloodsport
1: is Jean-Claude Van Damme's best movie. All right.
2: Bloodsport is the film. We're going with Bloodsport, so everybody. Got
1: ben with a flamethrower uh shoveling his driveway in Bloodsport.
2: Cool. Have they not considered the jet dryers like they have at the NASCAR or the would racetracks? That,
1: now this again, I am not a physicist. I don't understand how the mechanics of this work, but I would be concerned that if that the remnants left behind would refreeze, well,
2: yeah, that's going to happen. But you go, you run it again.
1: I, d- I don't have an answer for you. Like Herb this. Brooks again, again. again. I, d- I don't have an answer for you <laughs> on that.
2: I think that it's not practical because um, you probably can't, you can't go fast in those deals. So you're right. going to cover like you know five miles a day. Right. You and, might as well have a Conestoga wagon. I mean, sort of at that point. So I guess it's not practical from that standpoint. But if you could hook a jet dryer to one of these, like, plow trucks, see, they need to go out. See, we need more. Here's what we need. We need more of the South, Zach, to have Mm. snowstorms because some of these rednecks are going to cook
1: up some stuff. Hear me out on this. That is going to fix everything. I'm going to make you you laugh. Hear me out on this. The ultimate fix to this is move where the snow is (laughs) it! That's right. Thank you.
2: Sam Kennison, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Sam Kinnison. Sam yeah. Kinnison. All right. I woke the dogs <laughs> up earlier too, by the way, so they're yelling out there and Yeah, howling. you're
1: you're you're a marked man in your own house. To, I, I really am. Yeah. yeah.
2: On the plus side I can smell the crock pot all the way up here, so that's right. good.
1: Is Al it's Gore cooking. the most successful cyborg of all time? A great question. She a cyborg? You invented the internet. Here, here, Abner asked this question earlier. I meant to ask you this. Which is your preferred meteorological term? Feels like or wind chill? Hmm. Feels like. Okay. Feels like. All right. Also, I don't like that
2: they say negative three. Hmm. I what? like it to say three, three below. below. Okay. Yeah. I like below. What happened ah. to below? Nobody says below anymore.
1: Okay. One, one other thing. I know we're going to do a break here, in a minute. one other thing. A lot of people pissed off about the whole peacock thing. And, you know, having to buy the subscription. Notre Dame people were pissed off at Peacock long before the NFL got here. We've been doing this. We've been doing this for years where we had to buy Peacock for a month for one game. Get used to it. This is what it's going to be. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Okay. We've been doing this for almost five years with them. Yeah. They keep moving games around and put them on these streaming well, services. Well,
2: where I live um, and what I watch, Peacock has better picture and sound than the local NBC station
1: does. Yes. Yes, it does.
2: So I watched I watched some of last night's game on Peacock, with the with the Lions and the Rams because um, the signal just isn't as good on YouTube TV for the NBC station than it is on Peacock. You know, you're getting it straight from NBC. Well, here you're going through a few layers to get it to me, so it's not going to be as good. I mean, that's just science or whatever. So that's mm. uh that's my it's very scientific, as you can tell. Very scientific. All right, let's see here. Do I have this? Uh, Weston I Harrison do. is
1: texting. I uh, just yes. started listening. Uh, you may have already said something, but I think Dallas should fire McCarthy and hire Belichick. Why? <laughs> Why? Okay,
2: yeah. Um, does Is McCarthy 20 games below 500? Um. Not without Tom Brady, no. Okay, so Mike McCarthy has a better record yes. than Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. That's correct. Can I let that wash over you for a moment? Okay. The thing with Dallas was it looked like Dan Quinn was busy lining up Boy, his next job and did didn't have that they, defense at all ready to go. They could at not all. cover
1: their own shadow.
2: No, I mean, they they that's stoned. how bad that was.
1: They were awful.
2: I mean, at, at, only Dallas, the one all they do is bitch and moan about how Micah K- Parsons never draws a holding call. He gets two, and they still don't win
1: the game. Nope. <laughs> like, nope. Well, I mean, Dak threw two pick sixes. Oh man.
2: That's unbelievable too, Dallas to it? hire Harbaugh? Oh, that'd be fun. That would be fun, right? That'd be something. I mean, listen, you can keep firing the coach, but I mean you're just rearranging deck chairs. I mean, yeah. I mean it doesn't I, I don't think McCarthy's a problem. McCarthy, that offense was cooking all year. And again, in a loss yesterday, they put up four hundred yards. They did. The
1: defense couldn't stop anybody. That that is a hundred percent correct. Dan Quinn
2: sucked yesterday and, and, bad day. and the guys out there on the field playing for him too. That had nothing to do with McCarthy, really, or yes, or sir. Dak Prescott. What was going on with C D Lamb? Well, that was weird.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of drama going. on. There's always a lot. He of looked drama.
2: sedated,
1: like he was on well, like something. You know he, what I mean? He didn't. He he and Dak were not on the same page almost all night. No, and that was uh, it. Was very obvious from the first snap. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe.